Welcome to the MTR Network. We are back for another Supergirl Super Tuesday, and I know it's been a few Super Tuesdays since we've done this. Thank you for hanging in there with us. I'm Shanna. I'm here with the doctor. Hi. <laughs> wow, my voice. Okay. Act like I'm going to yeah, I, I don't know what that was. <laughs> um, I don't either. <laughs> and we're here to discuss uh, season five, episode six and seven of Supergirl, uh, Confidence Women and Tremors. So first of all, what did you think of Confidence Women, which was our flashback episode to Lena and Andrea's friendship? It was okay. I like Lena's part more than Andrea's. Uh, I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't feel sorry for the hell. <laughs> to quote our elders, um, no, you know, she can kick rocks. She did the dirt. She got to pay the price for doing the dirt. Ain't nobody studying her sad sack self. So the thing that I really liked about it was obviously the insight that it gave us into Lena about why she feels the way she does about being betrayed. And Mm -hmm. she says it in the second episode, and we always knew it. She she told Kara so many times that her thing is, do not betray me. Tell me the truth. I have been hurt and betrayed by people in the past. And we knew about her mom, and we knew about Lex. Um, but seeing her relationship with Andrea, because like the Luthers have always been the Luthers, where there's always mind games and reasons behind the re- the things that they do. It's it's never just a straightforward reason why they do the things they do. So you understood that in the comic book villainy kind of way. But just to see like she had this friend that she really trusted and that friend betrayed her. And then she came to National City saying, you know, like literally on some reality TV, I'm not here to make friends. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Kara pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed until they became friends and then did the exact same thing. Right. So it's just... Later episode, I'm not a villain. Don't treat me, but you treated me like one, basically. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even with everything that we know, <laughs> Cara crying and all that, in a way, when she became friends with Lena, it was kind of to find out where she stood. Yeah, You know, so even though she can say, like, we're friends now and it was, you know, like, I I trust you. When she first became friends with her, it wasn't necessarily about that. Right. And I mean, she's trying to play it off. And I mean, because, like I said, I know we blend in the second one and the first one. But Lena was right. She's like, you crying them crocodile tears when you told me. But you've you've never treated me like your friend. In Lena's mind, she's never been treated like Kara's friend just because, like you said, she went in it like, I'm trying to see if this is someone that can be trusted or is she like her brother? She treated her like a villain. And Lena didn't deserve that. Yeah. And while I don't feel bad for Andrea, I do understand why Andrea did the things that she did. Yeah. Because whatever this Leviathan... So Leviathan is other 
aliens who kind of crashed on this planet thousands and thousands of years ago and feel some sort of ownership over this planet and the direction that things go in. Yeah. That's what I'm getting. <laughs> well, yeah, like they help keep, you know, their world. If I don't know, we may get more, but it seems like their world was destroyed. They crashed here. So their goal is to make sure it doesn't happen to another world. So they're kind of self-appointed guardians. Mm-hmm. So like given it, what they are. Me a little bit, go ahead. Sorry. It kind of it kind of gave me a little bit of American God's feel, actually. Mm, I can see that. Yeah, like kind of manipulating things from behind the scenes. Um, but I wonder what each of their powers are because we have this Ramakan, which I bitch Pelagi come through. <laughs> but I just I also feel a way because that's a very though that's very Indian name, and that gentleman is not Indian. <laughs> Mitch Pelegi played, um, he was on X-Files. What's that got to do with him being Indian? No, <laughs> I'm just saying that he is not Indian, but I'm, the actor himself is a name and I love him. No, I love the you actor. Know, it, feels, it feels a little appropriative. I own that. Because <laughs> I'm just like, Ramakan, like, you, that's, he, he ain't looking no Rama or Kana. No, I'm like, so, wow. I'm saying. Um, so I felt a little bit of a way about that. But um, he, so his thing is like this earth bending situation. I like that they kept calling it earth bending. And I was like, nobody's going to make an avatar joke. And then the other woman, though, her thing is technology. And they said that there were five of them all together. And then I'm wondering about the medallion and um, the, that Andrea has, like, did that belong to one of the beings? Is that why she has those powers? Because they also said the power is inside of her. It's not mm-hmm. the medallion. So I'm wondering, is, is she like a descendant of one of these beings? Because, yeah. So I just have a lot of questions about Leviathan and who it is and what it is and all that. Yeah. Um, and then also, really why is Lena's mom dreaming about them? Mm. 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 <laughs> yeah, because like that part didn't make sense. I was just like, this is just like your bedtime story that you used to get. Like, what is Lena's connection to the thing? And, you know, and even though she's all like, you. I'm not a villain. Stop treating me like one. She did make homeboy stick a scalpel to his neck in order to get that medallion from Andrea. There's that. There's also the fact that, uh, yeah, you holding a whole ass person, well, a whole ass Martian hostage. And and experimenting on yet yet another being again. mm -hmm. And And has Eve basically has erased Eve to create this new thing. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, like, I love her, but, yeah, and this whole um, Project Non Nocere. Lena is currently doing the most. Mm-hmm. The pro- So Non Nocere translates to Project No Harm. I'm like, it's a lot of harm. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of harm trying to get to no harm, Lena. <laughs> 
my lord. So, uh, yeah, all of that. Um, then we have the whole side story with Malefic and John, which about the fact that our heroes oh my gosh so here I hate that I'm doing this but I'm gonna do this right Kara's weakness has always been her naivete when it comes to people and friends she kind of pulled away from that after uh, Monel broke her heart but for the most part it's always been her naivete that's gotten in trouble what the fuck is going on with John and Alex that they are acting so damn dumb oh I'm feeling my brother it must be guilt a psychic attack that powerful is not guilt, John. Come on. How long have you been alive? Centuries? What are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, but it's the same thing that we had a couple episodes where when Alex said all those horrible things to him and he just took it and assumed that it was Alex actually saying it. And she's like, dude, like, how the fuck did you not know that that wasn't me saying those things? And it's because it it is it's guilt. Like that's what has been messing him up this whole time. And it was the same way last year with Manchester. Remember, he had a super blind spot with Manchester because he was all like, I can change him. And you know, when John for some maybe it's Martian thing, when John gets in his feelings, he loses all reason, all rationality. That's true. Like it it's yeah. So I'm just I'm just putting it up to that. Now, Alex, <laughs> I just she is sprung. yeah. She sprung, and I'm like, girl. I'm not saying that the girl don't reciprocate your feelings, but my lord, this has been like what two weeks? Dial it back to a two. I'm glad her and Kelly figured it out at the end. But also, like I said last time, Kelly knew what it was when she jumped in the relationship. Like <laughs> Alex's job is what Alex's job is. And you, you like either you accept it or you don't. Yeah. Like, that's it. I'm sorry. Like all of this, like, I thought you were in trouble. And I just like, and it took me back to that. place, And I'm just like. Also, Kelly, like, I know she's everybody's therapist. She might want to go to see one herself. I was just about to say, Kelly, you can't uh, therapeutically heal yourself, girl. Go to a doctor. Go see somebody. Yeah. Like, I I love her. You know I do. But, girl, (laughs) you already knew what it was. (laughs) Um, And... This whole thing with Brainy and the inhibitor and the lack of inhibition, I feel like that's going to be a problem. Oh, gosh, yes. Because remember, he had compartmentalized stuff off, and I feel like like morally uh, suspect Brainy is about, Brainy, Brainiac is about to emerge oh. again. And that is my favorite, actually. That's my favorite. <laughs> like... Because that brainy, and I wonder if it starts with him going back to being extra with Nia. Like if that's, because yeah. he, he was doing a lot. 
he was all like, I figured out the thing. And, da, 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 da. and often I take my morning stroll by this and I've noticed the symbols and, the, and how he just like took them right down into the friggin' layer of the, like they didn't know what the fuck they were going to encounter. I love that Alex was like, um, this feels like this might be a situation where we want some backup. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? So I wonder if like the lowering of his inhibitions starts with him just like being extra erratic. And then if we get to yeah. see evil brainy again. Yeah. Impulse control gone. He, he, like, and we've talked about this before. I love brainy, but he's already extra. <laughs> so brainy with no inhibitions, brainy with nothing to stop him from keeping it together. It's too much. It's going to be too much. <laughs> Indeed, indeed. Right. Um, anything else about these two episodes? I still think uh, Rip Roar is fine as hell. Um, you know. he's, also, he's also now dead as hell. So I know. And, and I'm really upset that we didn't get like to keep that. that. I like him better than William. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I mean, I like William, but yeah, he, my man is fine. Yeah. We will give him that. Yeah. <sighs> and then. Well, I gotta stop killing off the friends. Ignore Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> and then I'm I'm really interested in seeing how Andrea's powers come into play now. You know, is she still working for Leviathan? Will she work with Supergirl against Leviathan because they killed the person that she loves? Um, See her. Mm, her working with Supergirl. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah, but this is Andrea we're talking about. I'm just saying. I don't see that happening. Um, <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. Okay. Um, do you want to get into the feedback? Hold on. I'm trying to make sure I, did, I remembered everything. Kara's naive. Kara gets found out. I mean, Lena gets found out, which was, hmm. Okay. Do, 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 do. Uh, what else? What else? Right, ready. All right. Titus says, I see what the writer is trying to accomplish with these flashbacks, but I refuse to feel any sympathy or empathy for Lena or Andrea. They've been rich and entitled their entire lives. Fuck making them the heroes of their stories nonsense. Lena, I never needed <laughs> Sounds like one of those 53% you talked about female empowerment and representation for people of color and minorities with their gal pals in public only to turn around and actively work against them. Can you say pantsuit nation? Um, next, Jesse says, <laughs> I agree with Titus. All the flashbacks made me feel some sympathy for Andrea, but not for Lena. It just makes her look selfish and lack empathy. Andrea was selfish as well, not seeing the bigger picture, but I can understand the immediacy of saving her father over theoretically saving strangers. Yeah, that's true. Also, this version of Leviathan seems more powerful than the comic version based on my quick study of them, which leads me to think they have to know Lena has Eve and they have a plan for Lena as well which we find out in the next episode, they ain't ready for Lena because Lena's ready for them. Mm-hmm. Um, Can says, I just say um, the, the, the other thing about uh, Andrea's dad, I also just didn't feel 
bad for him because didn't he just seem hella weak? Like the way Andrea was talking about him, yeah. like he was some big, powerful businessman. But my man, like his stock was taking a dip and he was ready to take his life. He seemed hella weak. You did not come across as a man who built a multi-million dollar empire. Yeah. That you, part. You couldn't have convinced me that that man made that money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he definitely wasn't no Luther. <laughs> like, uh, Amani says, I love the way the show curates its continuity and has good enough relationships to bring back one-off actors to flesh out their backstories. They even gave y'all excuse for one more, for more Rahul Kohli. Mm-hmm. And I know the reason is because plot, but how many times do you have to be physically attacked before you start wearing the inhibitors all the time in the DEO? What's the point of having them if you don't turn them on until it's too late? Yep. And how much do you want to bet Lena's real mom was part of Leviathan 2 as we push her further down the heel path? Thanks for another for another incredible week of recaps. Amani Titus responded, the DEO security is starting to resemble Star Lab. <laughs> also, great point on Lex's mom. No, Lena and Lex don't have the same mom, just as a heads up. I was thinking she was filling her head up with legends and folklore, but now, yeah. Um, Lena was a break baby, basically. <laughs> <laughs> or they weren't what? or they weren't what? on a break but <laughs> she's still there uh, <laughs> but yeah i i'm definitely leaning towards lena's mom having some sort of connection to leviathan mm. so for the recent episode joseph quick hits brainy uninhibited is going to be a problem love the alex and kelly romance it's so sweet Black team was on display with Phil Lamar and David. Yes, that's what we forgot to talk about. That resolution was bullshit. Yes, it was. Okay. <laughs> I thought so I thought you were going to be like, that re- resolution was great. And I was going to have to be like, was it though? <laughs> like, no. That resolution was bullshit. It was such bullshit. It was such I bullshit. I was like, all this for two seconds of I saw. You saw the very same thing that you saw the whole time. I mean, he saw the shit that Don has been saying. (laughs) After what they showed us, he saw, I don't see how murder is not still on. Yeah, you feel guilty, but I don't care. I suffer. Fuck you. Anyway, Kara is the dumbest. (laughs) The dumbest. (laughs) Sorry, just I don't know why this is tickling me. Kara is the dumbest dummy that ever dummy. (laughs) Rachel said Alex and Kelly are on Barry and Iris's heels in terms of best Arrowverse ship okay (laughs) I paused for you (laughs) okay if you said so I would like to say I don't watch the show anymore so I'm deferring to the people who do (laughs) I would like to say that on the card thing though, <laughs> the, 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 pe- the the petty award, the petty award really goes to Lena because the way that she continued, she's like, Yeah, remember that time? Like I was like saving you and it was and I was trying so hard because I thought you were my little weak friend and I was trying to make sure that you were okay. And then it actually turned out that like you were supergirl, so you were saving me. 
yeah, wasn't that great times how you were lying to me? <laughs> I was like, Cara, that was the moment when I was like, you in danger, girl. <laughs> you just need to leave. Like, how do you not know you're in danger at that point? That's my question. How do you not know? Big, bad times that you are. Because Lena Petty is hell. <laughs> Lord, Lord, Lord. Jonathan B says, I absolutely did not sign up to end this episode getting a little misty-eyed. What made you misty-eyed? If it was Car being locked up, I laughed. <laughs> like, you big dummy. <laughs> also, I can't be the only one who chuckles every time this wig happens. Yeah, the CW, as Joseph says. Oh, my God. On wigs. I don't know why they keep doing this to Carl Lumley and to um, <laughs> David <laughs> <laughs> and these flashbacks, these wigs. And what is with the widow's peak on the wig? What is that about? <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, no. <laughs> Let that man be bald. Anyway, Amani says, says, so they said this is the acting episode this week. Everybody got their chance to go full CW melodrama. I'm just mad Clark got to home, come home from Argo City and find out she let a Luther into the crib and ruined everything. Damn near broke the statues of Uncle Jorel and Auntie Lara. <laughs> you know what's doing everything? Hitting her with the little finger. I told you not to trust me. Oh my God, yes. When she was breaking out all the times. Yeah, you were Supergirl. You could have did shit. And you was pretending like I was doing shit. <laughs> oh my girl, how are you not feeling this? How, why are you Ned Starking it up? Why? <laughs> was hurt. And our girl still has never... Our girl still has nary a sense of discernment. I do feel Shannon's growing disappointment that the lack of direct crisis content has this season a bit unfocused. But with the break and seas finally coming together, I hope they're about to hit their stride. Thanks always for thanks for an amazing recap as always. You're welcome, dear. You are welcome. So I just want to That's speak it. to that because I looked at the description for next week and it's all about it's called the Wrath of Ramakan. So it's all about them fighting Leviathan. And then right after that, we go into crisis. I still don't know how Ow. Ow. Supergirl is connected to what's going on. Like, other than the fact that it's coming after every world. But, like, I don't know. I think I'm going to feel away if, like, that episode ends with, like, oh, no, our Earth is disappearing. <laughs> like, really? That we're, we're just going to do that? Okay. Like, yeah, I just, it needs to be more. Because right now it just, it feels like Supergirl and Batwoman are about to be. Because I actually caught up on Batwoman. Yeah. Um, so right now it just feels like those two are being tacked on to this crisis, which kind of sucks because I feel like it's going to be this really big, important thing for the other shows. And yeah. And I'm not watching Black Lightning, so, so I have no idea what the hell is happening over there. But I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and our next episode, we're on hiatus until December 1st, because that's when it comes back. Yeah. So, just saying. I don't, like, yeah, because it's December 1st is Wrath of Ramakan, and then right after that, we go into crisis. So, I'm just like, um, I'm, yikes. I don't know where, where we're going with this at all. So just putting it out there, people. I am, you know, confuzzled. 
Um, and then there was, uh, and then Arrow and Flash were both off this past week. So, yeah, everything's all over the place. Hmm. All right. Um, what are you excited for next week? Oh, next month. <laughs> oh, yeah, next month. <laughs> Seeing how the fuck car gets out of that thing. <laughs> For real. Like, that, when I really, like, sat and thought about it, I was like, nobody knows she's there. It's the Fortress of the Solitude. I don't know if people can just show up there unless she brings them there. <laughs> like, like, how, you know, and, and Frank Clark is God knows where. And so I just... We know where he is. He is still on Argo Silly. I'm just saying, but, like, he's not, he's not a phone call away. <laughs> Right, but the Lord got to give birth to that child without getting her like entire stomach blown out, like she's got an alien egg inside of her. Yeah, so I'm just, yeah, I, yeah, I just, I don't, how does Kara get out of this one? <laughs> Find out next week. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just don't know what this one. Um, and I'm really interested. I'm a, I'm a person who actually really enjoys a flashback episode. So I'm really, really interested in learning more about Lena's mom and how she's connected to all of this. Because I think there's something I don't there. think we get that, though, until... I don't think we get that to the new year, though. Mm, hopefully. Hopefully we get it sooner rather than later. Um, and... And then I'm interested in seeing how Malefic and John, if they're able to work together, how they actually work together. Because there's so much between them. John can't get him out of there, right? I mean, maybe. How did John get in there? The phantom projector. Yeah, see, he still has the phantom projector. So can he project them out? And also, like, does that mean John, because he he projected himself into Lena's lab, so does he know now that Lena's the bad guy? Maybe that's how Kara gets out? Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Yeah, just And now she got to reboot the whole fucking system. (laughs) Yeah, just a lot. A lot is happening. There's a lot of interesting stuff, and I... I don't see at all how it's going to connect to the larger thing, the larger event, but I'm really interested in what's happening on Supergirl right now this season. So I'm happy right. about that. <laughs> I it, This is going to be, by the way, for those of you who like are excited for this crossover event and, and all of us getting together to talk about it, it's going to be such an interesting podcast. <laughs> Because I think, I think me and Daniel are the only ones who watch all, everything. <laughs> you and Chris mm-hmm. definitely don't. <laughs> Wait, I didn't think uh, Daniel was still watching uh, Black Lightning. Oh, he never watched. I, he I think that. he watched like the first. See, but I'm, I'm not counting Black Lightning as everything. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm not watching. <laughs> but I just. <laughs> But I know he's watching Batwoman, and I know he watches Supergirl. I don't know how caught up he is on Supergirl. 
But I think, yeah, I think you like you don't watch anything other than Supergirl. And Chris only yeah, watches point, Flash and Arrow. Yeah. So this will be an interesting podcast when all of us get together. <laughs> all right. Um, like I said, thank you so much for being in there with us. If you can't tell, I clearly have a cold. Um, there's been a lot going on, but I was really excited to talk about these two episodes of Supergirl and we have a few weeks off, but we will be back, I guess, December 2nd or 3rd to talk about the newest episode. And then all of us will be back after the first three episodes of the crossover to talk about the crossover, which I'm also very excited about. So we will talk to you in a few weeks. Bye. Bye.